ChatGPT and artificial intelligence has already changed the way we work and learn in just a little over a year after coming on the scene. So what can we expect from AI in 2024? Joining us to discuss is Neil Sahota, author, speaker, IBM master inventor, and United Nations artificial intelligence advisor. Good morning to you, Neil. Hey, good morning, Andrew, too. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for taking the time with us. As we look back over the past 12 months, look back on 2023, what stands out as a milestone moment for AI this year from, from your vantage point? The explosion of AI. You know, we saw ChatGPT go from 10,000 users to over 100 million in the span of four weeks. And now we're using these tools to not just do research, but help us, uh, you know, create novels, fan fiction, helping us to design, you know, even fashion images, artwork, logos. So it seems like we're taking a big step towards what we consider the holy grail in AI to have our own personal concierge. Neil, there's been lots of criticism about AI, but it sounds like from you with the things that you just listed in particular, there really are a lot of positives that have come out of this new form of artificial intelligence, right? That's absolutely right. And I'm not trying to discount you know, some of the, the concerns, but AI, like any technology, is just a tool. It's how we choose to use it. We can use it for good things. We can use it for bad things. We could use it to help us, or we could fear that it's going to replace us. But that's our Unfortunately, I just need to figure out how to best leverage these tools. And it's interesting because, you know, we talk about, you know, maybe some dangers present. We can dig deeper into that. But I think because it's such an uncharted territory, I, I do believe we had a pretty good example of some of the implications when it comes to work this year. When I, I would have never thought that this would be one of the key points from the writer's strike and the actor's strike out of Hollywood. Uh, so do you think we're going to have more surprises like that? I think so. And I you know, and I understand where they, they're coming from because they're concerned about their, their jobs and their IP. But it's also an interesting dynamic in that, like, you look at the Hollywood writers' strike, that they were concerned the studios would replace them, probably some, some truth in that. But if you look at their counterparts in some of the other movie markets, like Bollywood, Hong Kong, like even I even heard, like, the London market, some of those writers were actually using tools like ChatGPT to improve the quality of their work. And so they were actually able to produce more scripts and actually make more money. So this this is, the, I think, the key challenge you have in this whole thing is this is not human intelligence versus artificial intelligence. We should be looking at this as hybrid intelligence. And we as people are just augmenting our capabilities with these AI capabilities as well. So it's human and machine working together. Hollywood, fashion industry, you mentioned earlier, Neil, do you think this means a, a lot of lost jobs or, or do you really believe this is just kind of enhances what uh, what people are already doing? I, I think it's really the latter, Sue, that it's an enhancement. We're kind of taking the next, you know, evolutionary step in some of these industries. When you talk about fashion, some of the fashion schools, especially the top one in New York, they're actually now teaching their students how to use some of these tools. And they're actually leveraging AI to help go through millions of possible design options that actually optimize. I believe they even did a fashion show where the AI helped generate some of the clothes, but it generated a whole kind of metaverse to hold the fashion show in. So even the models were actually AI created. So wow. in that regard, I could see where models would be upset about potentially losing work. 
Yeah, interesting. So when we talk about some of the negative, uh, I think we've all seen the movie The Terminator, <laughs> um, have some kind of an idea of oh, maybe on RoboCop, for example. Uh, what are your thoughts? Should we be feared, or is this just great fodder for those folks who want to write you know, horror books and, and uh, make scary movies? <laughs> well, I, I, again, I believe and understand the Terminator scenario, but that requires something we call AGI, Artificial General Intelligence, essentially self-thinking machines. And depending on you talk to, we're anywhere from 10 to 50 to never actually getting there. I don't actually believe in the Terminator future. I believe we're actually moving towards the cyborg future, where we're actually going to enhance ourselves with some of this technology. We, we've already been able to restore like people who've lost like a hand through AI and some other technology, give them essentially a robotic arm that they can control through muscle motion to restore some of the mobility. There's been uh, a few surgeries now. We're able to implant digital cameras into blind people's eyes and restore a level of vision. It's, it's black and white and grainy, but the thing with technology is that over time it gets better and cheaper. So I really think that more people are working on augmenting humanity than trying to create the point of singularity with AI. So, Neil, sort of on that note, then, do you see AI contributing even further to science, to medical research in the years ahead? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to see big strides in 2024, uh, particularly around age-related diseases. You know, we have organizations like the Human Immunome Project, several different companies all working on this, leveraging AI tools to essentially decode our human immune system. It's far more complex than our our genomes, but our body actually has a lot of natural built-in defense mechanisms. Like we actually have uh, tumor-suppressing genes, so our body actually has a way to fight cancerous cells. It's just that as we age, for some reason, it gets switched off. And thanks to, you know, AI tools can process lots and lots of information. People are feeling more confident to figure out a way to turn those genes back on. That's going to be a huge medical investment. Neil, is it true that artificial intelligence right now is the least sophisticated than it will ever be? And, and why is it for, important for, for the average person to learn how to work with AI? Well, I, least sophisticated it ever be is probably true because it's going to keep getting better. But I, I think in the next probably within the next five years, a lot of our tasks are going to require some level of AI complement, that hybrid intelligence. But we're already seeing that, you know, when you talk about Gen AI, the need for prompt engineering skills. And that's not the, just the domain of, like, you know, smart computer scientists and roboticists. You see now the domain experts really need it. People are actually using Gen AI now for, like, marketing campaigns, have to be able to write great prompts. Uh, you know, people that artists like I know, like uh, L.J. Rich, very famous musician, she actually uses Gen AI now to help compose music. So you'll find that I think at every level of our lives, there's going to be some incorporation of AI. And that means we have to not just understand how to use the tool, we have to understand to a degree how it works so we can maximize the value of these tools. Could I sum it up, Neil, then, by saying you think that uh, we're not putting this genie back in the bottle, so we better get on board and enjoy the ride? That's a great way of putting it, Sue. The, the AI, AI wave for tsunami is not going to stop. It's just, it's just going to build up. We're living in a time of hyperchange. We're going to experience 100 years worth of change in the next decade. So we got to learn how to ride a tsunami 
because there's no pause button. Wow. Incredible. Uh, you, thanks for your insight, Neil. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Neil Sahota, author, speaker, IBM master inventor, and United Nations artificial intelligence advisor.